hello, welcome to Shaken Not Stirred. Today we're here to talk about The Spy Who Loved Me. I'm Richard Smith and I'm joined by Mr. Nick Long. Hello, sir. Hello. The Spy Who Loved Me. I think this is the first one that got truly, truly awful. (laughs) We've said that without fail on every film (laughs) up to now. No, this is the first one. By oh, it's so this one. It starts off awfully. It it makes no sense. It's really badly written. There's so much stuff where you think Roger Moore would die in that situation. <laughs> do, I, do you know what though? I I didn't make any notes whilst I watched this one, um, because I was just watching it. I think, um, it's. <laughs> We well, just got up to this, the very opening scene where you've got the very British uh, officers on the submarine. But, isn't um, it the the most British ship of all time, that? Isn't it? Oh, and a good yawn there. From, that was uh, an awful yawn. <laughs> just at the same point, that was a, a terrible, terrible yawn. He had one job. Walk down I don't, this corridor. I don't hate yawn. this film, actually. Oh, I do. I, I'm sorry, this I is one I of the ones I hate. More than the last one. Do you know what I hate most about it is that I feel it's obviously shit and no one else hates it as much as I do. <laughs> I live in a constant state of frustration with other people. You're going to say nice things about this film and that's going to wind me up. <laughs> what the hell's going on? Good God, man. I'm we were just captain. here being British and, so and anyway, drinking tea. Yeah, we, start, we start on a submarine and things start going wrong and alarms go off and no one knows what's going on. I'm not they sure what's going on. They lose complete control over this submarine. Which I don't think is possible. How light is this submarine? It, well, aren't they surfacing on purpose? It did look like a model in a bubble bath. You think? Well, because it was. And then we cut to some <laughs> library footage of an actual nuclear it submarine. It like a Russian submarine, actually. I think I just saw a red star pop up. I'm going to have to rewind and find out. Oh, his God. What is happening? We don't know yet. Why does he oh, need no, many phones? Why has that guy got lots of phones on his desk when one phone with multiple lines would do? <laughs> does he need his calls colour-coded? Well, no, there's the, obviously the red phone, which is the secure line. Yeah. But, yeah, you didn't used to have uh, separate line phones. We did have a phone came, like that guy had in our house, though. I remember those yeah, phones very Yeah, I think clearly. everyone did. I think that was the phone that yeah. came with the, your BT line. When that used to happen, I remember my mum losing her shit when she didn't get a phone with the uh, phone line anymore. Really? Oh, it went <laughs> mental. What? I've got to go and buy a phone. <laughs> Blew her away. The thing I like about this film, and the thing you probably hate, is that it's... Uh, Clearly a bit of um, Cold War propaganda to try and get the Russians and the British or Western societies to work together. Yeah. Because he's, no, he's basically... Um, it's, it's... Sorry, I just he looked very much like uh, George Lazenby just He then. does, doesn't he? It really takes you back, this, this Russian guy. And Barbara Back's Don't. stunning. Isn't she? She was married to Ringo Starr, you know. Oh. That's how much mileage you get being a Beatle. Oh, I know. 
That's impressive. Can you imagine him marrying him if, she, if he worked in a chippy? <laughs> Probably not. I don't know how they'd meet either. No. Well, I don't know. Probably go out for fish and chips. <laughs> I don't think Barbara Back did that sort of thing. Was she a no. model or something? I know nothing about her. I don't either. I should look this this film up on uh, IMDb. Um, I'm I'm trying to, you know, we're just waiting for things to come along and happen now because we're still yeah. in the rocking up bit of the film as we watch it. We're we're kind of doing commentary tracks here, which is weird. Yeah. Um, you know, well, so ba- gonna, basically, I'm, the we get the idea that there's a, a Russian spy who, uh, or the Russian is it the Kremlin? I suppose it would be the Kremlin. Russians have got to put their special. Their best spy on the case, and it's this chick. And then the British go, "Oh, we'll put our best guy on the pay- case," and it's James Bond. And hilarity ensue- ensues. Well, this is just the classic James Bond intro. <laughs> in the furs, in the there's, Alps. There's so much. First of all, we've got a stupid watch which has a label printer in it, which is a method of of <laughs> HQ sending in messages. And so there's that, just that is ludicrous. You can only get like 15 characters. It's a bit like Twitter. Yeah. You can only get like a certain amount of characters. It would be far easier to invent something that just displays the message on a screen than to do that. And and the classic line, James, I need you. So does England. Scotland and <laughs> Wales can fuck off on this one. England this just is, says uh, it's better in a sense. This has got to be the beginning of a trope, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, just random... The, the ski chase. Oh, we've had ski chases before, actually, haven't we? But an unnecessary ski chase. Um, Hang on, though. When did Sean Connery go skiing? Uh, Lazenby did. Oh, yes, he did. Of course Remember he did. Remember that one? Yeah. No. <laughs> the, these walkie-talkies... Oh, it's the 70s music again. These walkie-talkies are such bad creatures. Well, look, this is when it started, right? This is an element that is bad about this film. It starts with the, the 70s music now. And yeah. it, just like Live and Let Die, it dates yeah. it so much. It, it really was a does. really bad, bad so idea. That, that must still be rear projection that they're using for the close-ups. Some but, of them are clearly. Yeah, no, those walkie talkies look like something you get in your Christmas stocking. Yeah. Except the ones in your Christmas stocking never worked. How so, slow are they skiing as well? Well, they're firing guns. I imagine it's very difficult to ski and shoot accurately. I couldn't do it. No. That yeah, this is now this is this is clearly like close ups. I, I don't know if at this point the the myth that Roger Moore did all his own stunts had started. <laughs> myth? It's a myth. Roger Moore did not just do that backflip off the mountain. It it doesn't happen. He's I mean he was in his probably in his late seventies when he took this role. Yeah. So. I think so. <laughs> he's he's two hundred years old now. Pretty much. Yeah. He's just skiing off the ledge. I mean, it is still a legendary moment, though. I w- this is the best bit of this film. It is. It's probably one of the best bits of Bond. Yeah. He's going to be killed. And and we, you know he's not, because we're f- seven minutes into the film. Uh, and parachute. the skis are going. And it's a and Union Jack parachute. It's a Union Jack parachute. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. brilliant, yeah. If they don't bring this back in the next film. I'll be very upset. 
What, you want Daniel Craig must ski off a cliff and have With a, a Union, Union Jack, Jack parachute. It's kind of like a big middle... F- it might as well just have a picture of a big middle finger on it. <laughs> That's kind of what it is. I love that. This is a weird title sequence as well, isn't it? It's the first, is it the first time we see a male in there as well? I Specifically don't Roger know. Moore? I feel it's the first time we see the person who's singing... Because uh, this is Sheena Easton. Mm. Nobody does it better. Um, and she's in it. Is she really? Yeah, she's going to come up in this title sequence at some point. Ah, uh, naked again. Yeah, it's, this continues throughout Roger Moore, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't think that the nakedness stopped until... It must have been when Dalton came in. No, I seem to remember nakedness on Dalton. I think it was Brosnan. Yeah, maybe. I think it was Brosnan that that happened. So there's plenty of it on this. It's also one where... clearly naked as well. It's not even trying to hide it. Yeah. Well, it was a bit of titillation. A bit of blue for the (laughs) dads. See what you did there. Yeah. That's it. Um... Also, the name of the song is not the title of the film. Yeah, I know. That's weird. It is. Ski Jump performed by Rick Sylvester. He's done it now. You might as well go home. The rest of the film is atrocious from this point. Like full-on boobs. (laughs) It's not even in the silhouette. It's full-on boobs. There's full-on boobs and bush. Well, it's, it's the 80s now, isn't it? No, it's not. No, when it's is not. It? It's uh, 77. Okay. But, you know, it's I guess on. it's probably that 1080p transfer. There is also but... that. <laughs> Looks really good. It does She's good. just naked. They're all just naked. They are. How was the raw footage of this never leaked out? Because it was shot in mm, somewhat silhouette Right, okay. So there isn't some... Because that's how you do it these days, isn't it? Surely you'd just blue screen most of this. Yeah. I love the Russian guy's office. Would would you like (laughs) carpet even? No. No carpet, no warp, nothing. I I want to be in a big tower somewhere with one window that's actually very small and you can't really see through and nothing else. Yeah. A picture of Lenin on the wall. That'll do me. What a horrible, horrible office. <laughs> All of this it... is like a, a matte painting as well. You can just tell that those pillars don't exist. I think this is a set. It I th- is. I mean, it's clearly not a, lot of a it real is matte thing. Painting. Really? Behind him might be. But she walked through an actual door, didn't she? No, we didn't see her come through the door. We just saw her come from the distance. All ah, right. Come from, he's got see, so much metal on his desk. He's got an office that's big enough that somebody can come from the distance. You know, when somebody walks into my office, they're over there. They're not off in the distance. <laughs> you know, it's it's very odd. I still want one of those, uh, the Russian furry hats. She's yeah. not quite got one there. Um, This guy's office makes no sense. It just frustrates me. 
it's, well, this it's, is where we find out that the uh, I've forgotten her character name already. Doesn't matter. Russian does it? spy woman. Um, <laughs> woman spy. Her Anya. um lover, who yes. looked exactly like uh, um uh George Lazenby. George Lazenby. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, he's been killed, and she finds out that it was James Bond that did it. Well, he was one of the guys who was skiing after him. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's an actual Royal Navy helicopter as well. They got a bit of cooperation there. That's good. Yep. He's in the Navy, isn't he? James he Bond. Is. I don't Commander actually I, I don't understand entirely how it works because he's not in the Navy. He's he's, well, he's a double he's O agent. He's in the Navy. And... That's like his day job, if you like. So on paper he's in the Navy. Right. Okay. I can I can live with that. That's his cover. Now, and he was—he came from the navy, I suppose. They plucked him from the ranks and made him a spy. This scene is brilliant because they open the Polaris Operating Authority computer, which is a long way behind two metal doors, which look very light, and it has this <laughs> map. And this map is not on a screen; it is—it is clearly like a rear projection it's thing. On. And yeah. they've got this line. And what I love is that when 007 holds his copy of the lineup, it is perfectly to the scale of that device. <laughs> it's going to fit that line perfectly. Not even slightly closely, but perfectly. Here he goes. And we're going to... That drawing was done for the purpose of being put over that line on that computer. Brilliant. What a crock of shit. And they didn't do this shit with Roger Moore. This is totally unnecessary. <laughs> It's terrible. Honest, I don't like this at all. And they all just stand around looking stern. And James Bond, actually, Roger Moore seems to have a permanent face of, I don't quite understand this, so I'm going to be quiet and they won't figure that out. That's a serious look, isn't it? Yeah. It's slightly worried. In a kind of, what if they find out that I don't know anything? I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Don't don't ask me a question. Don't ask me a question. Don't ask me a question. And all this, I'll have to come up with a joke. Answer to prove that I, I oh, it's terrible. <laughs> Q's here though. Always good to Q's see. Q's here, him. yeah. And, He's and the... oh, the map's moved, or the yeah. angles moved. It looks like it's just held on with fridge magnets. Yeah, they've lost a submarine basically, and they had a chat about it. Oh, it's right behind them there. Look, <laughs> yeah, he's following <laughs> them along. <laughs> that would be great. Film over. 15 minutes in. Are you sure it's not this one? Oh, yeah. My mistake. Yeah. With all the men lined up on the side. (laughs) What are they going to do? Why why is that? They're not... There's no one... That's weird. Just you guys just stand up here. Right. Now we get to meet the baddie, and this is where it gets even more ridiculous. Right. (laughs) This is where I start to get angry about the whole thing. First of all, I want to know what he says to these women to get them all to come and work for him and wear those outfits. I know, right? Like, and he's just in the design meeting like, no, no bras. I've decided. <laughs> I'm going to specifically mention And no your bras. neckline must go down to your navel. Yeah. I, I don't know how you employ these women. Otherwise... Is that it, Walt again, Disney on the left? It could be, couldn't it? Look <laughs> at him. Now... First of all, we, we, we get a couple of classic Bond tropes here. 
right? Because he's going to drop the lady down in the elevator. The floor will come out of the, the elevator or lift. Yeah. And she will fall into a shark with a, fr- a tank with a freaking laser beam on its head. What is it? Like, most bad guys in Bond have a shark tank. Would like, you not have so one if you had an evil I lair? I'd, I'd have one. I just want a I shark wouldn't. tank. What, with... if, what if I accidentally fell into it? Well, you know it's there. I mean, yeah, that, I worry about that happen, as well. You know, people drink. I, I do worry about it as well, you know. Like, cause as, as well as you've decided the catch on the floor of that lift has been made. You know. <laughs> yeah. Trusting it with your life every time you go in the lift. I love how that camera is stuck exactly on the shark as soon as he <laughs> opens it, you know. She hasn't got a clue. You are fucked, love. You are going into the sh- That's it. And as we know, sharks will just eat anything on sight. Regardless of any whether other they're fighter. hungry, whether yeah. they're meat eaters. Yeah, that that's what also bugs me a little bit. It's like, well, I know there is a shark there, and sharks do eat people, but there's nothing to say that the shark would just suddenly decide that it's going to eat her. <laughs> and the echoey voiceover from the bad guy, that started with Man with the Golden Gun, didn't it? Yeah, I think so. And this guy's got a PA system as well. It was a tiger shark, by the way. Yeah. Quite a young tiger shark. Mm. Mm. As they get older, they lose the distinctive striping down the side. So if you see a shark (laughs) that has very prominent striping, you know it's quite a young one. There you go. I learned that from the. food just for himself. It is. I mean, really, sharks don't want to eat people, they eat people by accident. That's, That's the truth of it. They eat people by accident. Just because you are in the water with one does not mean it's going to eat you. But there we go. Here's where it gets ridiculous. And I'm saying that after he's had a lift (laughs) with the floor that opens and a woman that falls into a shark tank. He's going to kill the two scientist guys, right? He didn't just shoot them in the head. Why why did he not just shoot them in the head? Or send them into the shark tank. (laughs) Or send them into the shark tank. No, he's going to put them on a helicopter and have the helicopter blown up. Killing his pilot and making him have to buy a new helicopter one would assume maybe maybe it was their helicopter and also what kind of helicopter stays completely dry when it's been submerged underwater on the landing pad doesn't don't they have little domes over things oh maybe i don't know i could be wrong i'm just guessing because there's little domes on it you can't scale down water nick remember that (laughs) you can make a little model and put it in the bath but water still has the same properties and bubbles still are the same size. That would have been done in the uh, in the tank, the exterior tank at Pinewood. Not yeah, in someone's three bath. Three-quarter scale or something. Right. Actually, I bet... Oh, you, three... mean, you mean on the windows there? Well, that could be any... That's someone just hosing down a window. It also doesn't look to scale. Some of the blue screen Those is questionable. Those windows aren't there. there. No, they aren't. Oh, and Jaws is here. Is this the introduction of Jaws? Mm-hmm. He has metal teeth. See, helicopter under a dome. It's opening Oh, yes. Now, Jaws is shit as well, right? (laughs) Because just the fact that he's got metal teeth doesn't mean he'd be able to bite lots of things really hard. Because it's all jaw strength, isn't it? Exactly. It's nothing to do with your teeth. Right? I could bite a hole in someone's neck with my normal teeth right now. 
I'm not I'm not going to. But that's what Jaws does. That's his thing. And that has got nothing to do with his metal teeth. He sadly died he, last year, didn't he? Yes, he did. He did, yeah. Nice product placement for Sony there. Well, you have to get... Why blow the helicopter? And it was on an unlabeled... That bomb was linked to an unlabeled light button on his <laughs> console. But it was red. Was it red? I thought it was yeah, one it of was the red. white ones. You, would you no, want that definitely. forgetting? Which one <laughs> is the blow up the helicopter button? Is it the... Why didn't you write blow up the helicopter on the button? Fucking stupid. The furniture and, and the and the computers really date this as well. Yes. And back oh, to, Lawrence of Arabia's cut into this film. Sorry, back to why Jaws is still shit. Um, yes. Because he would have pulled Roger Moore's head off quite quickly. He's a big guy, you know. Yeah. I, I just don't think there's any way Roger Moore would have beat him in a fight. But then that is true for most of the fights we're going to see in most of the Roger Moore James Bond films. Like, don't fight that guy, Roger. He'll kick your head in. You didn't have that problem with Sean Connery. No. Incidentally, that, that reminds me, I, I recently watched a YouTube of uh, an interview with Sean Connery where he's asked, what do you think of Daniel Craig and Roger Moore? Mm. Um, his answer was basically, oh, I, I'd like Roger and Roger Moore uh, James Bond films, but... You know, they've gone chosen to go in a different way with it, which is a way that has much less credibility and uh, is, <laughs> is much worse. But, you know, they have every right to do that, and I think Roger's great. And you're like, I know you just sound like you've just said something nice, Sean, but I, th- I think you just said it has absolutely no credibility. I think that was what you said. Now, this is this guy in the tent is his mate from uni. Who's so now I would, a shake yes. in the desert somewhere. So uh, to all my friends from uni, buck your ideas up, is what I say. <laughs> I what want to come and visit you in your harem. Yeah. James Bond's uni mates have got harems. What have you got? N- nothing. Nothing compared. How do you, again, where do you get the women? Come here and just be something I can shag whenever. They're all bizarrely white as well. Yeah. I, I think they'd have British accents were one to speak to them. Possibly. Probably. Perhaps. But he, he does convince uh, James Bond to stay for the night and just screw some chick. Which is difficult to do. He was going to go. <laughs> Here, fuck these women. Okay. This is a matter of national security. You must stay the night. Oh, okay. It is ridiculous. Oh, she looks a little bit... Where are they supposed to be? Uh... Cairo, they get to the pyramids or something, don't they? Yeah, she looks she looks locally appropriate, but all the just other with women a lot were, of white makeup on. Yeah, all the other women were just very, very, very white. She looks like she's got the eyes of a slave. That's what uh, weren't they? <laughs> I I don't know how it works. I do love Roger Moore smashing suits. <laughs> they are. Very typical of uh, what you'd expect a, a, a British businessman to wear in, in the in the foreign lands. I I feel bad because these were you know as we said this film came out in 1977, which was a period in in Western history when not a single living human being alive looked good. <laughs> no one, 
absolutely no one from sort of it seems to me looking back historically that it was the 70s the entire decade um but i mean even looking back you know recently through photos of my mum and dad for mm. that that thing i did for their wedding anniversary so going back all to you know when they were like 1920 all the way up to present day they looked at their worst throughout the 70s by a long <laughs> shot a lot of moustaches and brown clothes. Yeah. I mean, before then, and obviously in the decades since then, they're, they're dressed appropriately to the period, but at no point did they look as bad as the 70s. I have to interrupt myself because this is ridiculous because he just walks up to the woman and starts getting off with her. <laughs> this is This is typical Roger Moore stupidness. Oh, he asked me to entertain you while you wait. Oh, so I'll probably just fuck you for a bit as well. Is that like his third or fourth women? And we are we are twenty five minutes into the film. Well, we had that. There was the woman in the cabin at the yeah. start. There was the woman at the harem, and now her. Yeah, yeah so this, this is three. Twenty five minutes into the film, Nick. But isn't doesn't he get a bit uh, rough with her as well? Because he, he's Punched a woman last time, didn't he? Or slapped her or something. No, he gets cock-blocked by the guy with the gun. Ah, uh, yeah. Why do those panels open? So you can shoot British spies through them. <laughs> Duh. Clearly that's why. He's going to be some time, is he? Oh, I might want to do anal. Because what's his limit? They don't know. He might be horrible Why are they waiting too. to shoot him for so long? He was aiming three minutes ago. No. Oh, she did. I love that. Just the heartless. I'll hold this woman Use in front her of the as bullet. A shield. Yeah. Doesn't even flinch. Nothing. No, Never look back. Not, doesn't even check to see if she's breathing. He just runs out. He doesn't give a shit. Man doesn't give a shit. By the way, I'm consigned to the fact that this we're just doing full-on commentary track now. We it's, are now, feels... yeah. We should probably... Uh, uh, oh, he's been attacked on the rooftop. Oh, he's now, lost his gun. Do you know, actually, I quite like this bit. It's gritty. Yeah, it is. Because of, of what he's going to do to this guy. Although, I think, actually, again, if this guy had anything about him, he'd probably kick the shit out of Roger Moore. That you know that said wasn't Roger Moore supposedly nails anyway. What do you I mean? Don't, well, I in real life he was a pretty tough guy. Maybe, I guess. Well, yeah, I guess he did like the saint and the. Um, well, that that's all just more like acting, that, but you know he might have. And all these people on their balconies just watching. Well, what would you do? They're filming over there. Quick, let's watch. <laughs> Where's Fakesh? Don't tell him he's just going to push you. Oh, you bastard. Kills him. Love that. And then looks over. What a helpful chap. <laughs> Better mates. I'm going to think, for my own peace of mind, that he then goes back to check on that lady. Okay, you can check that. I, now, what is this sort of cult meeting outside the pyramids? I think it's like a light show for the pyramids. Okay. I don't know that they do or have ever done anything like that. I've not. I've, I've no, never been. Don't know. My mom, I think my mum and dad have been, and they didn't mention doing anything like this. 
So the guy he's after is checking in with this uh, Russian spy who's on the same mission as Bond, basically. I'm just fast-forwarding a bit because we then get into another sort of really lame chase. Oh, I was going to fuck up the commentary, Fikesh. though, Nick, now. Sorry. You've got to go with it. <laughs> if you're going to do the commentary, you've got to, you know, I'm at 28 minutes, 22, 23, 24. Oh, I'm, I've, I've skipped forward. Where are you now? We've ruined it. Twenty nine thirty nine. Well, this isn't a commentary. This is this is shaken not stirred. Okay, sorry. Okay, twenty nine thirty nine. Let's. Oh, jo- he would not be able to bite through the chain on that gate just because he had metal teeth. You can't <laughs> bite through chain. It's that simple. It's got nothing it, to do with whether or not your teeth hold up. Of course, this guy. It's a bit like licorice, to be honest. Yeah. This guy is about to bite, uh, later went on to uh, fight Indiana Jones while protecting the location of the Holy Grail. Yeah. That's who he is. I love how whenever he bites people's necks, there's no blood dripping down his face or anything. Well, it's still a PG. But there was full-on boob. We've discussed this. It's European, though. If it was American, it would be the other way around. You know, there'd be no boob. And they'd be gushing blood when Jaws bit in, but it's European, so it's the other way around. It's tasteful. We just like boobs and muff. There's no way that Jaws could move that quickly when the lights go out. Of course not. Stupid Roger Moore. Stupid. No, he he checks he checks thing. on for cash. And then that's uh, what you see. That's why I choose to think he went to go back and check on that anonymous unnamed lady. It was just about to get off with him. And then he was having a meeting at a nightclub. Probably hooked up there as well. <coughs> he'd have chlamydia. He'd have all sorts, you know, James Bond. He would. It he would be horrible. Can't sleep with three um, women in 25 minutes. I've tried. Look at this 70s tux. Oh, I'm not quite on to tux now. Hang on. Where oh, are sorry. you? What's your, what's your time? 33, 10. Oh, you, you, yeah, a bit ahead of me. She looks stunning in that dress. Rather stunning. She does. Yes. I don't want to accidentally make some sort of really sexist comment while doing this show. I'm kind of aware that this show is... The films do that for you. This is the closest I come. Um, But I would argue in my defense, this has been constructed by professionals to make me think that. I'm just yeah. I'm just a poor victim of the media that's influencing me. There you go. It seems like bras didn't <laughs> exist in the seventies. No, no. She doesn't appear to have one either, does she? I don't know that you'd wear a bra with a strappy dress like that. Probably not. We're not women, we don't know stuff like this. I I don't know. Women are always more okay with people seeing their bras than I think I would be. Okay. <laughs> is that just a... Was that a weird... I don't know, of, maybe. Like, cause I don't you think see, I've ever thought about cause it. Because it's like underwear, and no one sees that. But, you know, they have the bra straps that go over the shoulders. And if they're just wearing, like, a, a vest thing, then you you see yeah. that stuff. And it's... I, I don't know. I'm not compl- I'm not saying that they should cover up more. Or, not, or that, that this is a hole. Stop digging. There you go. <laughs> That one only got caught a little shallow there. I was quite pleased with that. I well saw done, it coming it's more of a trench. Yeah, cool. So that. he goes to meet the guy at the bar that this other guy was going to meet. 
and then he goes into a phone booth to take a call and ends up dead because Jaws bites him. Get a knife. You know, how is he any more deadly than any other hitman that has a knife or something like that? No, Why maybe, is he more scary because he bites People think he's just going people. in for a cuddle. Well, you could then knife somebody. I mean, why did yeah. he even need to... He's in disguise here. Like, why? So <laughs> stupid, this film. Hangs the out-of-order sign on the body. Why don't you just scream? For this whole, like, ten minutes it seems to take between him grinning at you and going, hey, I'm going to bite you with my metal teeth, and him actually doing it, there might be some sort of resistance you could put up. Like, just stick your fingers in his eyes. Just that's what <laughs> you do. You know, just, like, blind him. Just him in the bollocks. Exactly. He takes fucking ages over this. How is Joe's a professional hitman? How is that possible? Everyone else is better at it than he is. <laughs> and I do miss the days of live entertainment in nightclubs like that. That would be nice. I say miss them. I'm not old enough to remember them. <laughs> I have to check. There you go. Oh, there's blood there. Yeah, there is. Actual blood. Well, very maybe red this, blood. Maybe this was just later on in filming and someone had twigged before then. Like, hang on, if he's... Why put the out-of-order sign on the dead body? Why? Because why, he's out of order. That, that is... He's well out of order. Fucking stupid. <laughs> that, is, that is an unnecessary act of complete and utter cold-hearted callousness. I'm going to make this corpse of a dead man I've just found into a joke. If, <laughs> if James Bond had that attitude today, he'd Instagram that. <laughs> I found a dead body, hashtag, out of order. And how did Jaws know that he needed to install some sort of listening device in the back of his van for two spies to earwig on them? I, I don't know. The whole the film's fucking stupid. I can't, you know, I, I don't know how else to, to say it. And it's, we are nowhere near the most stupid bits yet. Not at all. I'm going to skip forward and find some more stupid bits. They sleep in yeah, the van, dude. but then yeah. it kind of feels like he knew they were in the van all along. Well, he did. Because he was listening into them. So why he didn't just like, you know, whilst they're asleep, push it off a cliff or something. Yeah. They would never have known if he'd just parked on train lines or something like that. Yeah. Makes no sense. Then he pulls, he rips the damn car apart. He's not super strong. He's just tall. Um, at least he doesn't eat the car. <laughs> you know, I've skipped ahead to Q. Where are we here? Yeah. Um, 51, 52 minutes-ish. Nothing's yeah. happened. Bond has slept with a few people. Uh, she's stolen a microfilm from him. That's what's happened. We've had nothing um, about Stromberg. No. The bad guy. It, it's, he's barely been in it. He uh, is just, we don't even know what a plan is yet of any kind. Do we? I mean, no, a submarine has disappeared. Do we even, they, they just say it's disappeared. Like, it doesn't hit anything, nothing attacks it, or anything like that. Just, the submarine has disappeared. And I can't believe that James Bond is the only person to spot the stamp 
on the uh, on the paper. Well, it's it's because he's not just brilliant in an athletic way, but also he's a genius. Oh yes, sorry. I think so. I was just I'm marveling at Q's invention of how to cut the head off somebody who is sat perfectly at the end of a big line of magnets with a tray on it. <laughs> I, I don't know what the practical real world use of that is, but that's great that he's made it. Or a hookah pipe that shoots bullets. No, I totally see the use for that. And the springy chair, that is awful. What is that even meant to do? Oh, dear. These are bad. It's all bad. He's going to have a fight on a train now. That's his suit. Another one. His suit. James Bond should not take trains. He shouldn't, actually. It, it, just fly more often. His suit perfectly matches the brown of the walls in that train carriage. <laughs> Look, now he's hung his jacket up. You can't see it because it's disappeared. <laughs> she still it's the same hasn't... grain and everything. Yeah, she still hasn't found a bra. No. Nope. Well, if she's am... going to bed. Why would she wear one now? I don't think she's going to find one by the end of the film, you know. I'm she didn't not... find one in the cupboard, but she did find Jaws. Who was just hiding in the cupboard? Why would you do that? Just go in. Like, fight back now. Now, while he's... Oh, James Bond will hit him with a bottle of, of champagne. And then have very little effect on him. Yeah. It's it's awful. All he manages to do is not be killed by Jaws. He, he's got he, some good facial expressions, Roger Moore, hasn't he? He tends to go very red in these scenes, I've noticed. Yeah. He's very good at looking like he's near death. <laughs> this fight is just stunning. Why is Joe's biting off the corner of the thing? Why? As a show of strength, as a taunt. Do you think he needs one in this situation? Roger Moore looks terrified. He looks genuinely... He's got huge hands, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, he's a big guy. I think he was eight foot nine. Bloody hell. I'm making that number up in time. Yeah, I was going to say that sounds was, way too big. Yeah, I'm I'm looking it up now. Seven foot two. Slightly out. Oh no! It oh, got. We found, we found the downside of uh, metal teeth. Metal teeth and get electrocuted. I'm going to call bullshit like they on did this that for one. Real, you know? No, they did not do that for real. No, but it looks like it is what I'm saying. I think it's impressive effects. I think if I got two live electrical contacts and put them in your mouth without metal teeth, you would you would suffer the ill effects of that happening. <laughs> I don't think that metal teeth had anything to do that do with that. I think if if you just suck on live electrical contacts, you get electrocuted. It's still a valid move in the fight, and hey, it solves the problem. So but you know, every every carriage that Bond like sleeps in or travels in mm-hmm. has the window smashed out okay now firstly why has no one come to investigate uh secondly how do they always go back to sleep in the cabin next door with a howling gale they're they're gonna be fucking now she's just watched him beat a guy up he's so sexy to her right now he killed her boyfriend yeah, but... She knows this. Yeah, yeah, but... Right? Now, I, I totally accept that for men like you and me, murder of a girl's 
previous boyfriend would probably give her cause to not want to get off with us. I totally oh, accept that. But she's that. a spy. He's James Bond. Yeah. That's that's how this works. He's just so <laughs> amazing. He has a lot of hairdos in this. Has he just got a new one now? Where have you skipped yeah. up to? Uh, 10140. Ah, uh, yes. He's got a bit of a quiff going on. He's got the Lotus, though, which is fucking awesome. Isn't it? Love that one. It's uh, an esprit, isn't it? It is. Notoriously unreliable, apparently. Yes, yes, they were. Yes. Not, you know, you don't see a lot of them around. Well, you you certainly don't anymore. The Elise did very well. They were very light. Mm. I think. That was Tristan's, yeah, yeah. that was always Tristan's fantasy when we make millions of pounds car. Right. Back in the day. Wanted a Lotus Elise. They still make them, I think. Yeah, we still don't have lots of money. A lot of frills on this woman's outfit. Yes. Oh, hang on. I think I've done something in my microphone. You've got all staticky. Yeah. There you go. Oh. Are you still there? I am still here. It's a loose XLR connection. There you go. I think I might need a new mixer one day. One day. It's just strange that that would start happening at the same time I get a email newsletter from the... Uh, manufacturer of the mixer to go here look at our new mixers <laughs> so i've Convenient. spent yeah i have spent the last few weeks sort of hmm thunderbolt connections you say very interesting and that sort of thing that so they is, check oh, into a club probably as husband and wife or something like that into the, the oh, no, if, the they want to arrange a meeting with his assistant or something, don't they? Why are they even going to see this guy? Have I missed a lot of plot here? I can't remember. I've got subtitles Just because he's on. like a marine biologist in the area or something? I don't know. Why, why do they... That, his assistant's quite... Uh... Resty. Yeah. <laughs> she She's distracting. <laughs> she looks uh, a little cold as well, but I think she looks like she's absolutely freezing. But <laughs> nevertheless, she is all those other things we just mentioned. Barbara Back has got a woolen hat on. It's that cold. <laughs> How has he built this thing, and no one knew anything about it? Google parked a boat in San Francisco, and it was on the news across the planet. Right? Yeah. How has this guy? built this thing and this is the well, first the James Bond is hearing about it their computers only drew lines that matched lines on that's true there paper. was one size of things and if it didn't fit that was it yeah she's kind of found a bra it's just a bikini top though so she's is, she's is an extra I would get nothing done if she worked in my office and dressed like that I know that's part of it I... surely you can't you can't have it like that you get nothing done and another sign of the 70s is carpeted walls and ceilings. That is very true. There he's got some uh, lovely carpeted walls. I kind of like, like that, that look. woman's you know. arm in the tank. Was there an arm? Yeah. Close up on the fish. That's Jaws. They mi- it, that's the sharks. 631. Oh, I'll never, I'm not that accurate with scrolling. 
Oh no, no, I got a glimpse of it there. Never mind, we've got a car chase. At what Have point, we? as Joe's employer, uh, yeah, would you ask the question, I wonder if he's going to be able to actually do the job I'm paying him to do? <laughs> like, how many times do you want to directly be involved on a one-to-one combat basis with this guy before you're actually going to kill him, Mr. Professional Hitman? I know, right? It's the, his his meeting-to-kill ratio is pretty poor. It's appalling, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it's 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 just terrible. He cares not for that exploding pillow truck. <laughs> the exploding pillow truck that was stuffed with fireworks as well. This is the bit that I love. The guy hanging out the back of the car is about to shoot at the car they're chasing. And Jaws goes, no, you can't shoot. Give me the gun. But Jaws has missed every single time he's tried to shoot someone. Yeah. Again, I think it's very hard to shoot one car from another car. You know, I think this is the sort of thing that only happens in films. There's never an, a news report of somebody doing anything like that, is there? <laughs> no. It, it just never happens. I mean, you get things like drive-bys, but, but that's where you just, like, pull up and shoot somebody and piss off again. That's not the same thing. But this poor goat farmer who has a car land in his his only house. Collateral damage. That's what that is. It's terrible. Again. He just comes out and dusts himself down. If somebody sprays something all over the, the windscreen of your car and you can't see, right? Stop. Maybe break. Just, just stop. Yeah. Don't. There's no need to swerve. That's how you end up in houses, as you say. Like, that guy's. that's his house mm. destroyed now. Do you think he's got home and contents insurance? Or do you yeah, think that's so. it? And, and he, uh, in at his age as well. He'll never get all that stuff back. That's his life over with. He probably dies of starvation soon. How and then, big and how explosive are the bullets in his helicopter? Why didn't they just use the helicopter? <laughs> They've sent a motorbike with a torpedo sidecar. They've sent Jaws in a little car. And now, the he- why didn't they just send the helicopter? And why why follow them on the road in a heli? You're in a helicopter. Get up high, and just oh, it's like the fit shower woman the from area the boat as well. Yeah. See, that's what you get with women like that. They look nice, but they just want to mow you down in a he- shower of bullets from a helicopter. That's antisocial. He's going to murder her too, though, with something, isn't he? Probably. She started it, though. To be fair. Oh um, no, no, she doesn't murder him. He doesn't murder her just yet. He drives off a pier, much to the disdain of his Russian counterpart. I swear she gets... Yeah, something is thrown into the helicopter. No, not yet. Right, okay. When they're underwater, the car turns into a submarine, luckily. Of course, Um, well, yeah. And they have uh, an underwater-to-air missile. Now... I think this car was sold at auction not long ago. I think so as well. I mean, it's it's bloody awesome, isn't it? Um, I'm just searching now for the Spy Who Loved Me auction. Lotus, here we go. Here we go. And because obviously, 
as we see it turn into a submarine. It it doesn't. There was a submarine no. version built. But it, yeah, I think that was three quarter scale as well or something. No, 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 no. This is this is the thing. I'm looking at the auction page for it now. No. Mm. It was a proper working thing. Oh really? Yeah. And it was sold on the ninth of September twenty thirteen for six hundred and sixteen thousand pounds. Blimey. It is billed as used in the James Bond film The Spy Who Loved Me, the one and only fully functional submarine car. Ah, okay. But they did have other versions that they used for model bits and pieces. Yeah, they, they, they'll have had sort of many versions of yeah. this car, um, you know, right through from ones you, you smash up, ones that you're racing, ones that are just for show, all kinds of things. Mm. Uh, but yeah, this uh, this is a real submarine car uh, built out of a Lotus Esprit, and it yeah, sweet it works. Some guy bought it. Um, on this page, I found there's actually just a lot about it. Ah, now it says it was used for the tire retraction scene, used to portray the side fins protruding from the wheel arches whilst the periscope extends, featured in the below surface to air missile sequence from the rear hatch. Uh, tethered to a powerful air cannon and jettisoned off the pier into the water below. Um, the one, the one and only fully enclosed shell used to film the functional submarine car. Awesome. There we go. Once filming was complete, the tire shell and the missile shell were left behind in the Bahamas and given as souvenirs to Robert Scrap Metal Company, who assisted with the heavy metal equipment for the shoot. There we go. That's it. So it was a real thing. And they also clearly had a toy one. And now, yeah. guys with spear guns, because the chase isn't over. Every bad guy has a, a an army of guys with spears. You've got to if you're going to have an underwater lair. That's just yeah. clever planning. At some point, MI6 will attack you. I don't know what they're doing with their spear guns in the car. Are they kind of like underwater rockets? They look a bit rockety. They do. I think they're explosive spears or something, but they end up uh, springing a leak in the car. But you know, Bond still blows them up. How does um, the yeah? How does the fish get in? When when uh, he, when he pulls up on the beach and all the crowd comes by, he winds down. No, hang the on, we can't rush over this scene. This oh, is one sorry, of the, I'm like... the best scenes ever in a Bond film. They they spring a leak, so they have to surface. So you see this submarine car coming and driving up the beach. Scares the little dog off. Lots of people in their bikinis. We have the great joke of the guy who's just drunk the wine and he looks at the car and looks at the wine and throws the wine away. Where does the fish come from, Nick? Where did you get that fish? There was no hole big enough for the fish to get in. Well, maybe he opened his uh, window a little too early. Just we have, we don't, haven't the seen fish. the floor of the car. We don't know how flooded it is. Not flooded enough for him to not be driving it. <laughs> they didn't get out of the car. He drove off in the car. Frilly woman's back. I have a message for you. I think you just delivered it. You slimy little toad. <laughs> you can't talk to women like this. He'd be slapped in the face so much now. She's lost her bra again. She has as well. <laughs> it's like they banned them at the studio entrance. Oh dear! 
There's Barbara back again. Nothing's still. happened. We're one hour, 20 minutes in. Nothing's happened. There's been a couple of chases for no apparent reason. Do you see how this is a terrible, terrible film? Yeah, I kind of do. But now they helicopter to a, a, a US submarine. So we've had a Russian submarine go missing, a British submarine go missing. Now they're on a US submarine to, I don't know what they're doing. But there's a scene where a, a sailor sees, again, full on boob sees a Russian spy in the shower, in the captain's cabin. Eyes pop out of his head, because, you know, women on submarines are just there to be leered at. Exactly. It's it's quite weird. And now how he's captured this submarine. Yeah. Have I missed this? Oh, with the boat that opens up. Yeah, the boat that opens up. The boat that opens now, up. Now, I've got to stop and give you a little factoid here. Okay. This film is the reason that the 007 stage at Pinewood Studios was built. It is indeed. Because they, there was no soundstage big enough to fit three submarines in. So Pinewood said, well, we'll just build one. They and did. They called it the 007 stage after this film. It must be enormous on the inside. It, well, it's it's burnt down twice, and they've rebuilt it twice to different dimensions. But it's it's huge. It is absolutely massive. Wow, this set is actually pretty amazing, to be honest. It's incredible, and the amount of people on it as well, and the working lifts, the three submarines, and a weird primitive CCTV system going this... back and forth across the ceiling. Yeah, this must be where most of your budget goes. Missiles. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wow, it is, it, is, it is a great set, though. There's a monorail there. Oh. Now, they, they wouldn't may... build it like this anymore, would they? No. They'd just they'd build some of it and then green screen it. Yeah. Now, at this point, why hasn't he shot Bond in the head? Um... There is no good answer for this. Because he's not a bad guy. <laughs> he keeps people prisoner. He what's, doesn't he? He doesn't execute them. What's he even trying to do? I'm, I'm, I'm honestly saying, I've got this far through the film that I've seen hundreds and hundreds of times. Oh, I really don't know it, what he's... No, he's trying to um, like steal a chip or something and, and, and reverse engineer it so that the submarines fire at the opposite countries to create a war from which he'll profit. So basically, the world is not enough plot. Oh, and several others. We've already had this, I'm sure. Yeah, I think so. But he does have Barbara back tied to the chair like that in his office. Hmm. Anyway, sorry, again, distracted. Um, very much so. Oh, this is where James Bond's going to disarm a nuclear device. Yeah. Which we know, yeah, he does this again in Octopussy. Wasn't there an anecdote about how Roger Moore was the worst when it came to firing guns, which is why he does a lot of um, fist fighting, because he just flinched every time the guns fired. Really? I'd, I'd never heard So that. they always wrote in something about the gun, gun jamming or something, so he'd end up in a fist fight. I think I'm not making that up. 
That's that. I'm doing a Google search for this now. Roger Moore. Uh, gun flinched fist fight. <laughs> this might turn up some interesting results. <laughs> a lot of people die here. A lot of innocent soldiers and sailors die. Who are all these people who work for this man? Why is he running around with a nuclear warhead? There are so many questions that need answering here. Is that what it is? Because the nuclear warheads were on the submarines. Yeah, that's the yeah, I'm with it. Let's see, I found an essay on Roger Moore's 007. What is this bomb as well? Like, seriously, the fuse on this bomb is ridiculous. Who makes a fuse that looks that much like a cartoon? The makers of James Bond films, sadly. But only why this? I don't get this. Why only label half of the of the bomb, and the other like quarter is red for danger it's going off, and the other quarter is blank. Yeah, with nothing on it. I I don't know. Like, what you don't to need tell you. the red section because once it's going off, you're not going to see it. You don't need the blank section because there's nothing to tell you how long it's going to be. So just make it. It's stupid. So much never makes sense. It's okay. It's a terrible movie. And you see why now. I I feel like I've I've dragged you down to my level during this. Yeah, a little bit. But I remember enjoying it once I watched it. It's because... When I was watching it. Honestly, once you start to analyse it, you just see how awful it is. And you, you have to remember... That none of this stuff happened with with Sean Connery. This stuff doesn't yeah. happen with uh, uh, Daniel Craig now, which is why the new ones are good. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. What he's he's not stolen the Russian subs to launch the the Russian and English subs to launch the missiles because he's just hacked their radios to get. He wanted their nuclear codes. I think that's what it was, so that the missiles launch. From active subs. Right. I don't know. All to... I... I don't know. I, I just know James Bond's oh, no, got has. a jet he ski has. in a Sorry, bank. he has. Yeah. No, because they're, they're in red, so they're his crew. Right, okay. So they, they adjust the coordinates so they kill each other. Yeah. That's the, the classic spy film, Get Out. Mm. Especially when he's... And then, for no particular reason, the entire installation starts to blow up. No, there must be a reason for this. I'm just... It's, it's the bomb they set, I think. Just skimming through here now. Where are you... Sorry, where are you up to? Uh, an hour and 48. Oh, you're way behind me. Right, okay. You're still... A... No, they, they shoot the torpedoes to get out of the big boat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is actually... That's all right. It doesn't look too much like they're blowing up a model. Yeah, okay. It's it's okay. And then they go to attack the underwater lair. Well, on a it, jet ski. Yeah. It's clever. It's in a bag. I know he goes he goes in to rescue her, doesn't he, by himself. And the 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 American captain's like, "Oh, you've got 20 minutes or whatever it is." Right, okay. I'm with you now. So he's not fooled by the lift. And he's, he's not. He's How not, did he know? He's not fooled by he's, the oh, gun under the table. He's met bad guys before, that's what it is. He is, yeah. Like, you'd think he'd just be like, seriously, mate, 
Do you think, yeah, because you're the first one with a, a trap door in the lift. God. Now, shoot him. I'm watching him walk up to the table very slowly. Just shoot the bad guy in the face right now. He's just sat there. Just shoot him. Any minute now, you'd win if you just shot this guy. He's not going to do it, is he? <laughs> He's not going to do it. I did notice the uh, bottle of Tabasco on the table as well. That was very prominent. It is as well, isn't it? I did see that. As he watched Shark TV. This must be Shark Week on Discovery <laughs> Channel. Wouldn't that be great if that's actually what it was? Like, that's not really yeah. his shark. He's just got Sky. Now, here's a weird thing. Yeah. He's killed him, and he's going to rescue the chick. But now, why do the Americans have to attack the place if he's dead? I don't know. It makes no now sense. Now he has to fight with Jaws again. We have to also Who's... deal with the fact that you can't shoot a bullet down a small pipe. Yeah, that's true. That makes no sense, you see. For those of you out there who are wondering what I'm talking about, when you fire a bullet from a gun, it actually falls to the ground in exactly the same speed that it would do if you just dropped a bullet. So as soon as you fire one, they start going downwards very, very, very quickly. Um, So even over the distance of that length of table, he shoots his teeth, by the way. Sorry, that just happened. Even over the length of that table. Your bullet's going to... So he's, he's got a good aim. Yeah. But it's too good because he shoots his teeth. The bullet's going to fly all over the place in that tube and might not even make it out the other end. You know, it's... Plus, you're assuming that the bullet wouldn't pierce the tube. It's so wrong for so many reasons. It, it makes no sense. Now, James Bond could defeat Jaws if only there were a large electromagnet around. For no For reason. no reason whatsoever. If only that were a thing. Well, I wish Especially him luck with this shark fight. tank. Why do you need an electromagnet over a shark tank? It has no other purpose to be in that room. No. No purpose. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. It's just shit. Hang on, that switch says magnet. I wonder I wonder if this could come into play at some point. It's got a light that says hoist. Clearly it's for hoisting something. Big grin. He does do well sort of leaning on something and grinning, Roger Moore. That's his yeah. that's his forte. But don't look up at it, then your teeth Oh no. Poor Jaws, he's stuck to the thing now. I had a feeling it was gonna go well. And then he drops him into the shark tank, but Jaws eats the shark. Which bleeds more than... hungry, hungry fella. Yeah, the, the shark bleeds more than any other person that Jaws has killed. And then the Americans blow it up, knowing he's in there full well. Now she's found a bra. Is that a bra or is it a bikini top? I think it's part of the outfit. These, these, these bad guys are very good at having the very correct size for whoever they've captured in a scantily clad dress don't uh, they I w- you could do an interesting psychology paper on sort of evil bad guy lair kind of person and possible and i must say that dress looks style. very good when it's wet it's so distracting isn't it it's, <laughs> it's like i'm not trying to look i'm not trying to just go up but it's 
it's happening and there seems to be very little i can do about it and I'm, i feel awful about it gotta be but... one of the best dresses from the 70s i've ever seen or nearly not seen or <laughs> just all of it so much turn that thing it's probably that it really is barely oh my yeah she really never finds a bra throughout the entire film they luckily get to an escape chamber um, and uh, off they go. Is this the one where uh, he's keeping the British end up? It is, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Yes, it is. He's keeping the British end up. Terrible. Terrible. And we see Jaws swim off and... Then the Russians and the British see them through the window. And, so they draw the curtains. And carry on shagging. Carry Just, on shagging. And then off they go on their ship. And then the happy-go-lucky, nobody-does-it-better line. I hate this James Bond film. I really do. I will only watch it 400 more times. I, I quite like this one. It's... It's there's not much happening. It's very little plot, but it's two hours and five minutes of fun. It's not. It's like twenty five <laughs> minutes of of mild exuberance with okay, forty enough, minutes of enough. look at what she's wearing with an hour of is this still on? <laughs> this is the one that you watch on like Boxing Day to fall asleep to. Yeah. That's what this yeah. one's for. It's for falling asleep to. You wake up in an hour, you've missed nothing. It's fine. James Bond will return in for your eyes only. And he did, and it's better, but not by much. <laughs> Rochelle didn't hate this one. Why? I don't know. Why? It's, oh, okay. Maybe because, I don't know, is it easy, easier to follow? Yeah, because nothing really? happens. There's no actual plot. We just watched it again. I I don't know why, what the bad guy was doing. Really, I I don't I don't know what his motivation was. Did he want everyone to live underwater? This in... is this is the start of of a run of films where it's very carbon copy, you know, and you get Jaws as the bad guy. No spoilers here or anything, but just to give um... you a heads up, I hate them all up until V to a kill. <sighs> Well, we're going to have to just push through them, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, all of them. No, it's not like I hate uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, which I've seen precisely two times. It would have been <laughs> once if I hadn't done this show, right? <laughs> I have seen all the Roger Moore ones a thousand times, and we'll see them a thousand times more. That's that's fine. They're, they're, as films, they're okay, they are entertaining, they pass time, but they're not good films. They're, they're, they're just not. They're just another installment. 7.1 of... out of 10 on IMDb. It is not 7.1 out of 10 good. It is 5-something good. That's what it's got. Well, they're wrong. You see my frustration. All these wrong people about this. I, I've never known a film like it for wrongness in that sort of way. So, you know, there it is. For your eyes only, is slightly better. Just a bit. Something to look forward to. 
What's after that one? Hang on. For your eyes only, uh, Moonraker. Oh. <laughs> Hang on, no, isn't Moonraker next? Moonraker's next. Really? It says at the end, for your eyes only. Did they change their mind? I think they changed their mind, because I'm just looking, if, if, Fiori's only came before Moonraker, it would mess up the 007 logo on my DVDs. Really? Have to check this now. I, I would truly hate to be doing a show about James Bond films and not get it right. What the next? The Spy Who Loved Me, Moonraker, Fiori's only. There you go. They lie. That's incredible. They, they changed their mind at the yeah, end. Yeah. Well, James Bond had to get bigger and go into space. Now, Moonraker, I I can't wait now. Now I'm excited because it's the <laughs> it's the worst one. It's the worst one. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even touch on the plot of the book either. I don't know what elements they took from the book. The name. It might well just be the name. They they it's, took increasingly less from them as they went on. Like Moonraker, the book is basically a bit like Thunderball. Okay, so no space stuff. No, it's a bit. It's it's a missile. Right, Moonraker the film's terrible. It's just so terrible. It has no <sighs> good point. Honestly, we're going to need to clear the calendars for that one. It's. Uh, I think we are. I'm going to need a couple of days over it, and maybe some Valium or something. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with it? Everything, everything is wrong. Everything. We'll I'm get to it. I'm kind of looking forward to it now because yeah. I, I will just say hello, and then that'll be it. You'll be off. I will prepare notes the lot. Don't you worry. <laughs> it will be great. But I think we should call an end to this particular episode yes. now, having very much analyzed lots of things and and so far the recording hasn't broken and we've been able to talk to each other quite easily i good so this this proves positive for what's coming up in my life good right well thank you for listening everybody i hope you've enjoyed this uh look through the world of the spy who loved me we will return with moonraker <sighs> exactly bye bye everybody bye